time coming. It's been some months. So honestly, I think it's been a year. Right? I think it's been a year. But all jokes aside, the podcast, we are back. We are revamped. And uh, we got a lot more shenanigans and fun planned for y'all. It's your boy, DJ with the tips. David, whatever you want to call me. That's me. Here with the guy, Ant. It's been a long time. <laughs> I can't tell. Oh, yeah, you can. <laughs> but yeah, hey, Big Ant is definitely back. I'm glad, you know, we got this revamped. Uh, it's been probably longer than a year, um, to be honest, because COVID definitely had us out of the studios. But we also had life. Yeah, that too. We so, life. definitely good to be back there. What's up, Corey? What's up, y'all? My name's sure Dave was going to introduce me, whatever, and kind of fucked it up. See, that's going to be the trend here. <laughs> but nah, I'm happy to be here. Big light skins. Sorry about a bunch of brown skin dudes. Let's talk about some basketball, football, shit, man. I heard, man. Where, where can the people find you on IG? Hey, man. Bring the pain underscore. So, underscore, bring the pain underscore. That's where you can find me on IG. Same thing on Twitter. That's, that's very painful. When you say pain, though, is it P-A-I-N? Or is See, it that's, a, that's a great question. It's keeping you on your toes. Like Tyler Perry, P-A-Y-N-E. Okay. Meet the pains. That's how you got it. Okay. Wow. That's, that's all right. All right. That was aggressive. Shout all out right. Tyler Perry, man. <laughs> all right. Y'all can follow me on IG at the DJ DJ if you don't already know. Um, it's T-H-E-D-J-D-J. And your boy Ant, his is underscore baby Ant. I'll plug him because I already know it. But let's jump into it. So we're going to start off with our first topic. James Harden, man. So James Harden, as y'all know, chose not to re-up with the Nets, which means he will be an unrestricted free agent coming up this season. And um, Corey, I mean, with you being new, I'll let you start us off. What a, what takes do you have on James Harden's free agency? Like, What do, what do you think he's going to do? Hey, I appreciate it. First off, I want to say me and David do have drinks right in front of us, and we got we got to start the show off right. It's our first show. Let's go ahead and take a little swig. Take a take a. We're going toast. Toast. And, and has water. Can't yes, believe sir. you have me drinking out this Packers cup. Let's go, Pat. Go. Come he, on now. Out here supporting anti-vaxxers. It's all good though. He's immunized. <laughs> Whatever. And this this move. Anyways, so James Harden, he's having a really good year. Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking about how good of a year he It's a down year for James Harden, but he's still all-star starter caliber in my eyes. I'm not sure about y'all, but I still think he's one of those people that you can definitely have as your first or second best player on the championship contender type team. So we're talking about, okay, and already making a face. So <laughs> we're talking about possible destinations. I personally think he should stay with the Nets, mm-hmm. personally. I think they should get rid of Kyrie and have Ben Simmons. I think that would be the move. Probably not gonna happen. James Harden already talked about not liking, not liking Brooklyn. He a Houston dude, strip clubs, all that. So, I would say I got two things for y'all. Okay. I got two places. The most logical one, I'm sure everybody's think about it. Philadelphia 76ers reuniting with Daryl Morey. That makes sense logically. He got the connection with Daryl Morey. It makes sense. Easy swap Ben Simmons for James Harden. But personally, I don't think that's a good basketball fit. Mm-hmm. I don't think Embiid is a center for James Harden. And I don't think James Harden's the guard for Embiid since James Harden is not the best catch-and-shoot three-point shooter. And I just think that makes your offense stagnant and your defense worse. Okay. So, he's probably going to go to the Sixers if he leaves Brooklyn, but I don't think it makes sense and I don't think they win the championship. My team that I think he should go to, and it fits the James Harden lifestyle, is the Miami Heat. Mm. Take his talents to South Beach. They got the money to make it work. Mm. They got the culture to make him the most in shape. And I feel like they best player, Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, can play off the ball and let James cook. That's my opinion. I think it will fit for him. I don't know if the Heat would do it, but that fits the James Harden party money. 
I don't know if this is a PG-13 or rated R podcast, but women, and he'd be a championship contender. Mm. Points are made. Ant, Ant, what's, what's your take on this? That's an aggressive, that's some stuff right there. I'm not going to lie, that was a great take. It uh, came out swinging. On, on the Miami Heat. I'm going to start off by saying James Harden, I think he should stay as well in Brooklyn. Um, right now, you know, what he has to do with Kyrie being able, being a part-time player, Kevin Durant being sidelined due to injury. Yes, he is being forced to shoulder the load, much like what he did down in Houston. So I don't understand, like, why he's complaining. He still has, you know, solid role players around him. But I think he just doesn't like Steve Nash as a coach, to be honest. I, I think that's where he's clashing. And also, as Corey already alluded to, he doesn't like being in Brooklyn, man. He, he wants to be warm weather around you know, the strip clubs in New York aren't as fun to see. He, exactly. he, he want to be around his baby, little he, baby. That's what he want to be around. That's his baby. He trying to party outside of you know work, and uh, Brooklyn doesn't offer that uh, exclusively for him. So I think it's Steve Nash um, situation. Because me personally, I don't think Steve Nash is a great coach. The living situation in Brooklyn, I think that's where he's having um, a lot of his frustrations. But if he is to go to a different city and relocate. If this team could do it, I would say Charlotte. I do like Miami, but I also like Charlotte as well. They have um, some people that can, you know, jump and catch oops and things of that nature, play off the ball. But they also have a lot of three-point shooting. And I think James Harden being able to run up and down um, the court with them would definitely fit his game. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know about Philly. I, I, I don't really like Philly like that, to be honest. And it's, it's mainly because MB isn't that big that James Harden needs. He needs a guy that can catch oops. He needs a guy that can uh, possibly space it for like a, a John Collins type of guy. And I don't think MB offers him all of that necessarily. Okay. So for me, I think both of y'all made great points in terms of play style and what James Harden won. I think the Miami take is something I didn't really, really think about because it, but it actually fits. It actually works. And so. On top of that, you know, you think about the fit of James Harden's lifestyle. So you have Brooklyn that you would think you got KD with you. You have Kyrie when he wants to, whenever he eventually gets vaccinated, which is definitely a point of contention. But the team that I really, 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 really see, or I think personally James Harden should kind of think about going to, is honestly the Clippers. I'm going to tell you why. So, you probably are like, what? Can the Clippers make this work again with another max player? James Harden has shown, honestly, at this point, he doesn't want to necessarily do what he had to do in Houston. He doesn't want to shoulder that low. He doesn't want to be this guy that ha- that literally has to do everything. He would love a Paul George because Paul George is the best Robin to anybody's Batman you can really want. I don't think Paul George is a Batman. He, can never, he will never win a ring. Playoff P, I don't think we need to talk about him. Not, not to cut you off, though. Not to cut okay. you off. Okay, yeah. Paul George balled out last playoffs. He won a series by himself. But go, I'm going to let you finish. Paul but George Paul George is balled out. The, Paul George is one of the most overrated players to me. Overrated how? How is he overrated? It, okay, he won one playoff series. This man called himself Playoff P and folded. Okay, he made he had one good, one good playoff series. Cool, congrats. No. That's not enough for me. So well, superstars well, that don't win championships are overrated, is what you're saying. So we I don't think him. he's a I don't think he's a superstar. So, Sorry, yeah. So his whole his whole time with the Indiana Pacers don't count? What did they do? They went to the Eastern Conference Finals. Bro, 
was Paul George really the best player on those teams? Like the undisputed, like yeah, this man. Paul. Yes, who yes. else? Yes. Who bro, else, bro? Roy Hibbert, bro. So we're Roy Hibbert was so, better. So Paul, Paul. So first off, that first time they went to the Eastern Conference Finals, yes, Danny Granger was the best player on that team. No, it was, was Paul George. And tw- bro, that was Paul George's second year in the league. It was Paul George. It was his second. So you don't remember him no. banging on Birdman? No, you don't remember that. I didn't say Paul. Paul, 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 Paul. I didn't say he wasn't the most exciting guy. Going to the top. He's going to the top. He's going to the top. Injury and still working his way bro, back. Bro. Paul George was the guy that he hey, was the man. catalyst. We're not alright, alright. We're not talking about Paul George. We're focusing on Sorry. I'll never respect Paul George. I I won't. I just won't. It just won't happen. I'm sorry. In a perfect world, it won't happen. In this world, it won't happen. I will never respect right, Paul George. So can I, can I ask you one but, number two though? But back to James. Can I, can I ask you one last thing about Paul George? Can yes. I ask you a question? Yes. I'm respectful. Yes. So you saying Paul George is not Top ten most skilled and talented players in the NBA. You not saying that currently? I can name ten. I would rather have than Paul George. Okay, can we stop the podcast and name ten real quick? Name ten. 10. Skilled and talented. LeBron, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, Devin Booker. Fuck out of here, Devin Booker. What? Bro, Devin Booker. Come on, bro. Last time I Paul said, George gives you last, everything that you want from Devin Booker, but he's six nine. Last time I checked, when Paul George has had. As much talent as the team's Devin. Because let's be honest, Devin Booker didn't get talent until when? Last season? Is when he finally got Chris Paul, right? Devin, Paul George didn't have talent originally, bro. Again, Danny Granger was coming <laughs> off injury, bro. He let's, had Lance Stevenson. Whoa, who, whoa, who whoa. wasn't anybody. Are we, are he we, had Roy Hibbert, who was we, coming into his are we, home. Pause, 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 pause. On, are we really going to act like Paul George wasn't in OKC with MVP Russ? We talking about to begin his career, and then got. We talking about to begin his. We're talking. No, no, no. Corey's talking right now. His career and Paul George beginning. Did you not say right now? Did you not say right now? The question was right now. I'm saying right now. I'm saying Devin Booker. I would rather have Giannis. That's seven. I would. I would for sure rather have John Morant over Paul George. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we're getting caught in recency bias. That's Devin Booker and John's recency bias. Also, I didn't even say Steph Curry. Okay, that's Steph. Okay. And I and and I you can call us a bad take. I don't care what you want to say. This man literally was hitting big shot after big shot. You better not say Chris Middleton. Shot, you better not say after Chris big Middleton. shot. He about, say his name. Say his name. Say his name. Chris Middleton. So and, and, that, and, and that's that's not even that's not even that, me that's going. That's not that's even shot me shot getting my bag. Take a shot. I didn't even really get my number. Better than PG thirteen. I no. I just say he was. Yeah, I would say that. You just said that. So Chris, I would, I Chris Middleton, G yeah. Lee Chris Middleton is yep. better than Paul you George. You said right now, G Lee Chris Middleton didn't choke in the playoffs. We, we don't know how to continue. Jimmy to Butler, I would uh, rather Jimmy have before weird. Paul George. <laughs> You'd rather have Chris Middleton on the Bucks than Paul George right now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Seriously. Seriously. What does Chris Middleton do better than Paul George? He, bro, the man hits big shot after big shot after big does shot. Does he hit big shot after big shot after big shot when you go cold in the playoffs, bro? His ring lets me know he did it. He enough. does have a ring. His ring is He enough. does have a ring, but you cannot say he hit big shot after big shot after big shot when he goes cold, bro. Bro, but he was hitting big he shots goes in the playoffs. Cold. Ice cold. He Joe Burr. Like, come on, bro. Except for he wins games. Um, So, like I said, because we, we we can't belabor this point. James Harden, I think, should go to the Clippers. Um, He's from Cali. That's, a lot, that's the lifestyle he would love to do. Love to have, and overall, I think that playing style. Because again, I don't think James Harden, James Harden wants to be the number one on a team anymore. That fits everything he would want. He will have Kawhi as his, you know, one B. He'll have Paul George as B, maybe C, third best player on the team. 
And yeah, so that's my take on James Harden. We got to move on. We can talk about Paul George another episode more because I have a lot I can say about Paul George. But let's talk about another player who often goes cold in, nah, not in big moments, but he just is cold in general, um, Mr. Russell Westbrook. So when thinking about Russ, everybody is, you know, put a magnifying glass on his play, especially you play with LeBron James. You really have to come with it every single night. What do the Lakers do with Russ? We've seen him play bad. He's averaging like 4.8 turnovers per game right now, shooting 30% from three, 46% from the field, which doesn't sound bad. But when you kind of put it into perspective, the shots he's taking, like he's missing layups, point blank layups, it changes the perspective of things. So and I'll let you lead us off with this one. If you're Rob Palenka right now, what do you do with Mr. Westbrook? I mean, to be honest, you ride the wave, to be honest. A lot of people saying the Lakers need to trade. Nobody wants his contract. Mm. Nobody wants his contract. So, again, you just got to ride this wave. And if I, you know, look back at Russ last year with the Wizards, struggled to begin the season, sort of found his groove a little bit around All-Star break. But after the All-Star break, he went berserk. He was knocking down the shots that he was missing early in the season, finishing at the basket. He was rebounding well. He was getting his teammates involved. And he also led the Wizards to a playoff berth. Yeah, we, we made the playoff last year. <laughs> you did. So, uh, again, I think they just got to ride this way. Russ, like, he's going to figure it out. As long as they stay in the hunt, you know, you got LeBron, who's, you know, battling the injury. You got uh, AD, you getting him back. As long as, you know, you guys are in the hunt, I think they'll have a chance. But truly, I think they're really missing out on not re-signing uh, Dennis Schroeder mm-hmm. and um, also moving Rondo too early. I think they moved Rondo to appease Russ and make him happy, make him comfortable out in L.A. But if they were to have Rondo or if they were to have Shorter, I think I will, you know, be singing a different tune. I would be saying they should be trying to move Russ, but they can't move Russ because guess what? You need somebody else that's going to be able to dominate the ball when LeBron is out the game or just somebody else that can, you know, create for others. And Russ offers that. So I think you got to ride that wave, live with the turnovers that's going to come with it, and hopefully and pray that Russ, you know, figures it out you mm-hmm. invested in them so you know nah, uh, i definitely can agree i think you know you see the john wall trade rumors here and there and everybody's like oh john wall would be like this much better for the lakers but then you realize like john wall isn't a shooter and lebron plays best even if it's another ball dominant guard you look at him and Kyrie, even him and mo williams that like that point guard next to lebron has to be able to say i can be off ball sometimes i can knock down a shot sometimes so, I, I agree. You ride out the wave of Russ. You know what Russell Westbrook is. When you traded for him, you knew this was Russ. This isn't really shocking to anybody. I think because he's in L.A., all of a sudden, everybody wants to have this magnifying glass on, like, oh, my God, Russell Westbrook turns up turns the ball over five times a game. Well, he's been doing that. These triple-doubles don't happen without turnovers. I hate to say it. He's not the most efficient guard, but what he is is when you need him, for the most part, he shows up. He brings a dog mentality, so... I think you keep Russ, and like you said, you ride the wave, and you hope that he can kind of get his shooting slump handled and under control at least. I mean, recently his turnovers, he's been having games where two turnovers and one turnover, which is unheard of for the past, like, seven years for Russ. So it's obvious he can change if he needs to, so hopefully he starts making those changes. And some of his shots, layups, like I said, are just, bro, just focus. Like, you're missing point-blank shots, so – Corey, what, what's your take on this? I mean, it's pretty boring, but I agree with both of y'all. Like, it's really more of a question of can the – like, what are they going to do? Can they do anything with Russ? It's like 
like Ant said, nobody's going to want that contract. The only thing that would work is the John Wall for uh, Russell Westbrook straight up trade, but Houston don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. And then John Wall doesn't make the Lakers better either because John Wall's another ball-dominant guard who is not the best spot-up shooter. So all the best thing that the Lakers can do is, and I think we're judging the Lakers a little too harshly when what LeBron's missed probably like, what, 10 to 12 games. AD, <clears throat> super fragile and has missed endless games. So it's glass hard. Man. It's definitely glass, man. But it's hard <laughs> to judge how good the Lakers can be because, I mean, at the end of the day, if you go into a playoff series and you still have them three dudes, what other teams can match up and say we got as three good dudes as them three? So I'm not I'm not off the Lakers bandwagon quite yet because I've seen as a Wizards fan I've seen Russ do a complete 180 and turn it around. I have a lot of respect for Russ. I hate him and love him at the same time. But if you get that we talk about when he was with the Rockets two years ago at him at the five playing like that or down the stretch with the Wizards, mm-hmm. the Lakers are definitely a team that can make a championship run, but. It's got to be one of those things where Le- Russ and LeBron have to buy in. Maybe LeBron does more off-the-ball work, and he's more of a spot-up shooter sometimes when they both playing together. And if Russ is just straight, I'm just going downhill after the mid-range jumpers. So it's definitely something that can be done. But LeBron's balling, he's more so just had to shoulder the load because when he does get out the way and Russ is missing layups and he's missing shots or turning the rock over, now we're in a hole. Now LeBron got diggers out of the hole. And LeBron's been shooting the ball relatively very efficiently. And he's done it throughout his career. But he's in one of those offensive grooves where he's, you know, putting up 30, 34, 35. And that's unheard of because we don't see LeBron put up 30, 35 every night. We're we're used to him seeing, you know, 27, 7 rebounds, 8 assists. That's what we are accustomed to uh, seeing out of LeBron. But he's having to, you know, score more to compensate for what – Russ isn't doing necessarily. No, I feel that, but for the Lakers' long worst, Russ not staying past this year. Let's be sh- he's he's done that this <laughs> year. But for but for their playoff run, the only way they make a run in the playoffs is if Russ goes apeshit. So they so LeBron yeah. is going to like even if it's a short term, if it's two step back to take three steps forward, it might be one of those things where you gotta give Russ ten games and just get his rhythm back. Yeah. And then after that ten games, if he don't get his rhythm back, it's just like all right, we lost. This year is a lost cause. Like, mm-hmm. as a professional athlete, you can't really do that. But that team cannot go nowhere if Russ isn't good. Because exactly. do you do you expect AD to do what he did in the bubble? That's looking more like a bubble-type player to me. The more we look at AD, his, he's never going to shoot like that again. Ever. So, he, I love AD. He's not a fraud. But he is, a, my friends, like we like to say, they bubble boys. <laughs> so, AD might be a bubble boy. <laughs> no, I can definitely agree. Because AD put on a performance of his life in the finals. Like, it really the whole playoffs, every game in the bubble. He wasn't like, missing threes. He like, never been a solid three point shooter until the, he's shooting forty percent from three. Like all of a sudden, I, we're I not thinking about that in the like because we, we was just happy that he was playing basketball. We wasn't thinking until Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell was going fifty pieces back to back, back to back. My goodness. and then I mean we gonna have to look at the bubble like in ten years we are gonna have to look at them stats and be like all right this was just the best players in the world playing pickup basketball and that's why they not missing. You know, see now that's that's going to beg another question. We might have to save a, a, that. Might have to be a topic for another episode because you know you know who who I tend to hate sometimes and have a a, a respect slash hate relationship with Mr. LeBron James. We're gonna talk about that ring. We're 
talk about that in another episode. Yeah, we can talk about any day of the week. Because that bubble ring. Ah. We, we, talk, we, we talk about AI seven days that's, a week. That's What's up? Quick, quick thing on that. It's the rank counts because it was everybody was under the same playing conditions. Exactly, and it's, t- it's everybody. T- everybody should have. Everybody had the chance to ball out. But those playing conditions are so skewed because there's how no, is it skewed? Because everybody has the same there's, ones. But there's no fans. There's no travel. Like, put me like I want to see you at the hardest conditions. I don't want to see you in your be- the easiest conditions. But what if everybody has those same conditions? It's no, a, it's a level playing field. They didn't want to move the goalposts because of LeBron James. No, nope. he's so great that if that was I like cool, he I like it. Kobe has his ring. <laughs> I like it to be hard for everybody. Let's move on. We got the trade deadline coming up on February 10th here. Um, so, a lot of big names are being, you know, speculated. Uh, we have the the always interesting Ben Simmons situation where, you know, will he will Daryl Moore finally trade him? Will he not trade him? We got the Wizards, and what do they do? Um, and I know y'all both, being Wizards fans, have some interesting takes. Really, all three of us being Wizards fans, I had to say that over air, um, <laughs> have some interesting takes in terms of, you know, trades. But I think for me... The one, you know, trade that I, I would love to see happen, it's not going to happen because Daryl Morey is stingy. I want to see Ben Simmons shipped to Sacramento. And I'm going to tell you why I want to see him shipped to Sacramento. The Kings present something that, honestly, the Sixers should take. You have Tobias Harris. I don't think the Sixers need to flip Tobias Harris. I think Tobias Harris is just not the number two option. He can't be a number two option. He's a number three. He's a great third option, in my opinion. But... If they make the Ben Simmons trade, you get De'Aaron Fox and you get Buddy Hill. To me, personally, I like that because De'Aaron Fox gives you a point guard and Buddy Hill gives you a sniper off the bench that Buddy Hill is never going to be an amazing defender. But one thing Buddy Hill can do is shoot the absolute lights out of a ball. The man can shoot. The man like Buddy Hill is the only player, if you look at numbers, that has made as many threes as Stefford Clay. So to be at that type of like scope and to be on that type of pace when it comes to three-point shooting – you have Seth Curry, who's been balling since he's been in Philly. You have Thibault, who we know is a 3 and D player, lockdown, whoever. You have Tobias Harris. You have Embiid. Let Embiid be your core. Let De'Aaron Fox be the 17-8 and eight point guard that I think he can be. Um, I don't think he's ever going to be a 20-10 and 10 guy, but let him be that 17-8 and eight player. You get De'Aaron Fox. You get Buddy Hill. I think that team can make some noise in the playoffs. Defensively, it's definitely going to be a little tricky. But I think De'Aaron Fox is athletic enough that he can kind of make some shape. So, I'll, whoever wants to jump I'll, in. I'll, I'll go. So, I'm off the De'Aaron Fox bandwagon. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm off. I, you don't like woo! him? I, I don't dislike him. That's spicy. I don't, I'll date him, but I ain't going to, I ain't going to, we ain't going to be exclusive. <laughs> so. You said De'Aaron Fox just like a placeholder? Yeah, like. Why you on line, it's bro? another non-shooter. Like, why are we getting other non-shooters, man? If we go on the Kings route, give me Tyrese Halliburton. Give me Halliburton. I don't know if the Kings will be willing to do it. I would want Halliburton. But you're not going to get want Halliburton. Couple... Man, I'll let you talk. Why can't, right, why can't I right. get Halliburton? Why can't, why is... You, why is... you interrupted me, my James Harden take, first of all. Uh, I jumped down respect. my... Paul George! Respect, respect. Anyway. But he did say, can I... Interrupt. All right. You, you just score. So I'm it, sorry. That's cool. So, my thing with De'Aaron Fox is, where has the improvement been in the last two years with his shooting? There has been no – he has regressed this year. I will say – I will be the first to admit, I am not watching that many Sacramento Kings basketball games. <laughs> <laughs> they just – we just don't get that many in D.C. But what I have – but what I have seen – 
he is he is very good in transition, close to unstoppable in transition. But he presents the same problems that you would have, I guess, if Ben Simmons was to choose to shoot. You would have that same problem. So if I was going, if I was the Sixers, I'm not doing anything with the Kings unless Tyrese Halliburton's in it. I would include Buddy Heald, and I would want Her- I would want Tyrese and Harrison Barnes. Those would be my two top priorities with the Kings. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's who I would want because I would love if I could keep Tobias Harris and Harrison Barnes. I feel like that would be a good um, kind of mismatch combo guard um, combo yeah, forward. Now, thing. now, Tybu not getting all the minutes. Exactly. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't need. I don't need Tybu to play heavy minutes. You I don't. Know, I don't need him. I don't need him to play. Loves Daryl Morey loves him. To, loves him. Loves He's him. not letting him go. Loves that. He's boy. the reason Ben Simmons has not already been traded because the Blazers wanted Tybu and Daryl Morey was like, nah. Nah, I think that boy's overrated, man. I, overrated I, I, I think he's a, I, he's one of the best defenders in the league. He, I agree. I agree. One of the best. I agree. I agree. But this basketball defense don't win championships for real. Defense does win championships. Ah man, hey, come on, on, bro. Hey, why do you think Matisse should not be an untouchable? He should be. He should be an untouchable. He's an untouchable. For Daryl Morey and what the no, I'm saying, do you, per, do you saying, personally do you, do you, do you think, think he should Darryl be an untouchable? I mean, a is untouchable. Matisse Tybul? You yeah. think he should be an untouchable? That will stop you from pulling the trigger on the trade. Matisse Tybul? For who? Who's a, who's a part of the trade? Yeah, it depends who. So you would rather have Matisse Tybul over Tyrese Halliburton? Just one and one. I'm, I'm saying, no, who would you said, rather he have? He's all right. So in a perfect in, in a situation, if it was a if package, that, if, if it was a package, package. Deal, and and you got presented, it was like, yo, I'll I'll give you Halliburton and I'll give you. Buddy in let's say Harrison Barnes, but I want Ben Simmons and I want Matisse. You can, my thing is you're adding a draft pick too or something. My thing is I, be some more. I think you can find another you can find another three and D guy. I don't think you can find another dynamic scoring guard. I feel like those are harder that's to fair. find than a three and D dude. Well, that's but, fair. But to be honest, they also have Tyrese Maxey. Like that's a player we're not talking about. That like. Daryl Morey honestly doesn't necessarily, and this is why I didn't say Halliburton because you don't need Halliburton if you have Tyrese Maxey. They do realistically the same things. Like Halliburton is going. Halliburton's a, he he gets people involved better than Tyrese. Tyrese Maxey right now is averaging fifteen and seven or fifteen and six. Sorry. Ty, have we can we look at Tyrese Halliburton's numbers with De'Aaron Fox out? Look at his last number. Like he's a, he looks like a star to me. Sixteen and five. Well, 16.4.7. But it's crazy because it's crazy because I, I, I want him though to play though and have that experience. So I don't even want Ben Simmons to go to the Kings. I don't, I've got yeah. What's your what's, what's, yeah? What's what's your what's, what's I'm still on the Ben Simmons the Golden State Warriors train. I still think he should go to the Warriors. Boy, he ain't going out there. Why not? Who are the Warriors giving up for him? Because the, you know, I Warriors Warriors wants a lot. I know. So he wants a lot. would. You, I know we we gonna talk about Wiggins as an All Star starter soon. I'm okay. throwing, I yeah, would throw Wiggins. In, I would throw Wiggins in there. Okay. I would throw one one or two of the young dudes: Muzi, Kaminga, Wiseman. One of them. But you don't want Wiseman because you have Embiid. Why would you want Wiseman and Embiid? Well, okay, so Kaminga and Moody. Okay. And then whatever. What's that? A couple first round picks will get it done. If are I'm, you are you really that pressed for Ben Simmons though? I think they make him. I think that makes him unstoppable. Not not only do you, so. Ben Simmons is under contract for three, four more years. You gotta pay Draymond again. Hold up, is Steph about to be due again? No, no, he just he no, just, he just, signed. He just okay, signed. so Clay he just signed a big bro. Game. You 
I'm keeping my core players. I'm keeping Steph. I'm keeping Clay. I'm keeping uh, Draymond. They are lifers. So if Ben Simmons' contract is about to interfere with any of them getting their money, hell no. No. Nah, missing that dream. No. Nah, they got their bird rights. They can go over the cap. They ain't going to state. They got bread. The- <laughs> They points, points are made. And Andrew, Wick, Andrew Wick is making a bag too. It ain't that much different. He's not making forty freaking million dollars a year. He making he making money. what twenty eight thirty. He making he, that's chump change for NBA hey, teams. If, so, okay, but also you you want to know what's going against Ben Simmons? He's a head case. He's a problem. We don't want that in the Golden State Locker. Some oh, somebody would somebody we, would say that's and, what Andrew and, Wiggins no, is no, a head no, case. No, 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 no. <laughs> we already know Draymond. We already know Draymond not going like that, bro. But maybe we, well, Ben Simmons. Nah. Could you make nah. the argument that Draymond is exactly what Ben Simmons needs? To an extent, you might be on something. To an extent, maybe you might be on something because when Jimmy was in Minnesota. It was more so directed at Carl Anthony Towns, but he also had a little rough with uh, Andrew Wiggins. But so, Jimmy Butler has, has come out and recently said, like he loved, like it's he loves Andrew Wiggins because Andrew Wiggins was like yeah, that. But Carl Anthony Towns, hell no. Nah. All right, can we, can we simplify? Would you rather have Andrew Wiggins or Ben Simmons on the Warriors? Who would you rather have? Who would I rather have? Yeah, All Star All Star starter Andrew Wiggins or Ben Simmons? Can I be honest? I, can I answer this first real quick for their system, Wiggins? I'm for I'm, their system. For that system, you want Wiggins. I'm going to tell you why. You need some shooting. When the Warriors were at their best, okay, like not, let's think before KD, because KD obviously. No, that no, doesn't count. Yeah, it does not count. But no. when the Warriors were at their best, they had Steph, Clay, Iggy, Draymond, and um, Harrison Barnes. Four shooters, one dude that can't really shoot. But Her- but but also Draymond is, is an awful shooter. Is, yeah. is Iggy a shooter? He Iggy, was cashing Iggy, out. Iggy's a, Iggy's a shooter. Hey. Can we look? Can we look, at the, can we, can we look at the stats? In the war, somebody get the laptop up. What was Wait. Iggy shooting? Wait, hey. if it's if it's above thirty five, hey. I'll be hey. quiet. Hey. If, hey. if it's above thirty five, hey. I'll and be finals, quiet. In the finals, no. Wait, all year wait, round, wait, all year round. Playoffs. We talking about hey. sixteen. We talking about the playoffs. But look, but look. In the words of Max Kellerman, if the aliens had a death <laughs> beat on my. <laughs> And you, you saw what happened last week. He had a wide open shot to win the game. Airball that bitch. Fade in the universe. Fade in the universe on the line. I'm going to put Andre E. Guadalupe. What did Iggy shoot? Can we look at what he shoot? 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 Look up his finals three quarters. Okay, let me make this point. Okay, come on. So, I'm thinking of five. Of forty percent from three, bro. How many? How many attempts? It don't how many attempts? 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 It does not matter. He shot point two. It does not matter. It does not matter. All right, all right, and let me get this five. Y'all tell me if this is the best starting five in NBA. All right, come on. Steph Curry. Okay. Clay Thompson. Okay. Draymond Green. Ben Simmons. Insert whatever ring chasing motherfuckers going. Go. I don't. I don't think that's. You the want to go team. auto porter? You go auto porter. I don't think that's the best starting five in the NBA. I don't. You, you about to say the Bucks? No. Who you about to say? I think the Heat the started. Suns. I think the Heat started five is better. I think the Suns started five is better. The I think. I, of course, I, I think know. the Bucks started five is better. The Suns starting five would definitely be better. Come Chris on. Paul, you had two dudes D-book, that cannot shoot. Mikael Bridges. Hey, Dre, Dre, we want to talk. What, 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 what Draymond do? Uh, game Dray seven. What do Draymond? Okay, game seven. He, he, he shoot just like Iggy. He no, shot just no, like Iggy in the playoffs. Like, <laughs> right there. In that game, he shot better than Iggy. I'm, the whole I'm, playoffs, Iggy shot I agree. better than him. I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree, I agree with you. They have shooters, man. If, if <laughs> four I'm, and a half. If, you have four and a half if shooters. I'm war, if I'm the Warriors front office, if I think 
anything in my mind that Draymond could at least shoot 32 to 33, I might look at that deal. Because I'm thinking a double screen with them two is unstoppable. But Draymond right, in the short roll, Ben Simmons in the dunker spot? But the problem That's is this. Though, the problem is this, though. So you, the reason the Warriors' death lineup was so crazy was because even though Draymond Green is not a consistent, boom, he going to kill you. If you leave Draymond Green open too many times, he's going to hurt you. Ben Simmons is a liability. But, but see, he is strictly a liability. I, I know, I understand, but I wouldn't put I wouldn't put Ben Simmons in that spot where he would even be wide open. Ben Simmons is in in, in but all. You gotta be but he's to. But he's in all my action. He's in every single dribble handoff. He's he's gonna be my he's gonna be my so five. He's gonna be my roller. That's why Draymond Green is a better asset in that system. Yeah, and than, I, than but I think Simmons. Draymond could be a better. Ben Simmons could be a better Draymond in that system. But you got you got also. And I think Draymond could adapt. I Draymond's think he could be the, IQ though, bro. Ben Simmons IQ is that he just can't shoot. Nah, he's just a head case. The, the way Draymond high IQ, but a head case. But that's the problem. And offensively is what Draymond. Not saying Ben Simmons is a bad defender, but Draymond on ball, off the ball. I think he's better. I think I, you think Draymond. I don't know if he's. I don't know, man. I don't know if Draymond's. Draymond's a better is ben. on ball is definitely. Ben is. I would say Draymond's space, a better rim protector in space. He's a better weak side. Yeah. Draymond's a better team defender. I'd rather have Ben Simmons as my individual. But that's you have me. that in Wiggins already. So why are we why are we sacrificing that? Yeah, that's that's and the problem. The other problem you have that. with Ben I'll Simmons that. is that I'll like that. with yeah, Ben Simmons that? with Ben Simmons, his <laughs> issue is like you already said it. He's a head case. So who says Ben Simmons wants to play that role where he's going to be the dirty man? Oh, you about to be set a lot of screens, my man. My boy, get ready. Screen for Seth. I mean, Steph. Screen for Clay, Because they got to shoot. Who says that boy wants to play that role? Hey, and that's Draymond. He's so so. Hey, we seen Ben Simmons workout videos. That boy, look, his 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 shot don't look that bad to me. He might come back and be 40% from three. You don't all know. I'm saying is Draymond does not mind having a stat line where he only scores four points, um, gets eight rebounds, and has eight assists. He doesn't mind that. You think Ben Simmons? I think he, would. he Ben Simmons likes doing that stuff, but he still need to get his fourteen to twenty. Yeah, exactly. All right. All right. Let's move on to All Star starters since we on the Golden State Warriors uh, path already. Andrew Wiggins. That's that's the reason this topic is here. Andrew Wiggins was named an All Star starter, and I know you have fun points on that. I'll let you. I'll let you kick us off. I mean, I don't really have a problem with Andrew Wiggins being a, an All Star starter in the West. PG thirteen is hurt. Bum. Kawhi Leonard is hurt. Dog. There are a lot of there are a decent amount of front court players that are hurt. And just looking at the 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 season that Wiggins is having out there with the Warriors, I mean I think it calls for him to be a starter. You know, defensively he's playing well. Offensively he's playing some of the best basketball. Yes, some of you know the scoring that he's had in his previous seasons may not be there, but he's still averaging about nineteen on the season, shooting very well from the floor. I think it it makes sense for him to be a, a, a starter, but there are other people out there saying Rudy Gobert should be a starter. And if you really want to definitively make a statement about why Rudy Gobert should be the starter, go ahead, step to the podium. I can step right to it. Yeah, because because let me tell you something. We love to hate. We love the world. Everybody loves to hate on Rudy Gobert. Loves it. At the end of the day, Rudy Gobert is the best like, defensive big man in the league right now. He's averaging 16 points, 15 rebounds. Like, on a very good team. So, it's not like he's not on a good team with the Jazz. You fact-check me again. I know. You like fact-checking. Don't worry. I was ready. Um, and then, on top of that, you got guys like Carl Anthony Towns, who easily, easily has played better 
And granted, like, okay, Andrew Wiggins, you're on a Golden State Warriors team that is, you know, dominating the league, shot well, not necessarily shocked the world, but they reminded the world who they are. I just don't think that Andrew Wiggins is my starter. I I, I say, like I said, I'll take Carl Anthony Towns. And I'll even go this. Uh, well, no, he played. He missed a lot of games. I was going to say potentially even AD. But you got Andrew Wiggins. I mean, Carl uh, Anthony Towns averaging 24-9-4. This dude, Wiggins, is almost 19, 50% from the floor and 40% from three. Not a lot of people do that, man. Oh. Y'all underestimate what he's doing like this season. Like, this has been one of his I'm, – I'm glad he's actually with the Warriors. I think – this season with the Warriors has helped revamp his career. And I think just because he was a former number one overall pick that, and, you know, his time in Minnesota wasn't, you know, as marvelous as it should have been, that he's some type of bust. He's not a bust. He was in freaking uh, right. Minnesota putting up points. Like, come on. I'm not mad that Andrew Wiggins is an all-star. I am not seeing. If I was to tell you this player averages 18, 4, and 2, Another player averages 15, 16 with and two blocks. <laughs> and then another player averages 24, 9, and 5. Who would you all, pick? All playoff teams. Who would you pick? It's not Andrew Witt. Not the 18 points a game. But you also, okay. <laughs> Eight, 18, 4, and 2 is not screaming but all-star you starter. Gotta, you also got to look at what, if he's shooting 50% from three. He's I mean, not. From the field. And 40% from three. He shoot 48.5. That's a stretch around. That that's, that's a stretch around. That's a stretch. I just think it was 49.6. Is, is that that's 48.5. Okay. I guess it's that big of a stretch. He's the... He, he's does, the he, does he qualify for 50, 40, 90? No. If, Damn near. If Clay... But he doesn't. With Damn Clay back on the team, what is he? The, he's the fourth fiddle? Or with Clay back? With oh, Clay? you said uh, with Clay. With Clayback, he's the fourth fiddle. Okay. Cat, nobody's talking about Carl Anthony Towns, so I think he's also another hated dude. The Minnesota Timberwolves are in the playoffs of it. Well, the they're in the playing. They're right in the playing. They're, they're the, the eighth right seed with two games up on the Lakers. Mm-hmm. They're they're having a sneaky, really good season, and he's having a very. Is he 50-40-90? I think he's 54-41 and like eighty, something crazy. Carl Anthony Towns would be a starter. I would also like to argue why is Luka Doncic not a why is he not eligible for front court? That's and so like he's a when, he's, a, he, he's, he's a, six six seven but, two but, seventy five. But his <laughs> he's, he's a he's a, a, is also a point guard. Urban Magic Johnson a point guard. But that's his point. Like why like Ur- Magic Johnson could be whatever. Magic Johnson was whatever he felt I'm like. Just telling playing. you where he was classified. So okay, so tell me this: What does Luca play when Jalen Brunson and Tim Hardaway are in the game? But but I'm gonna I'm argue he plays shooting guard. I'm gonna you say, say you say Tim Hardaway. I'm gonna say three. I'm gonna say Tim Hardaway because because okay. this is the thing. Luca really rarely guards also like front court players. That's the other problem. Well, no, well they put Luca on whoever is the the least mobile yeah, person. Okay, okay. Like so, I'm like he checks a lot of threes because they just like all right. I would like to see the stat. I'll have it in front of me. I would like to see the stat. How much he checks. Opposing players, front court front players. Court players. That's good. Because what is Lucas having a down year, but still averaging twenty six, eight, and eight? Yeah. Give me him over Andrew Wiggins. That's all I'm saying. Andrew Wiggins is an all star though. I'm an Andrew Wiggins supporter. Met him in All Star Toronto. Really nice dude. <laughs> he is an all star, not a starter. I don't. I think it's a crime that the Suns and the Jazz don't have a starter. I just don't think it's that big of a deal for Andrew Wiggins to be a starter. And you say it's a a crime that the Suns don't have a starter. The Suns and the um, the, jazz. the Jazz. 
the Jazz should have a starter. It should be Rudy Gobert. But. I would put. I will do Rudy Gobert and Cal. So, so who would start for the Suns? See, that's the that's the thing. When we when we talked about uh, we we prepare. When we talked about this before the show, <laughs> we argued was like you can't have either one of the backup players over Steph. You can't Ja or Luca for that matter. Yeah. You can't have them over them three. So that's where it gets tricky. And DeAndre Aiden hasn't and played. And DeAndre Aiden's missed a lot of games, and his stats wouldn't be better than the Rudy Gobert's or Cats of the world. And either. if and if you think I was going up in arms about Andrew Wiggins being a starter, if Jay Crowder or Mikel Bridges were to ever, and I mean ever, <laughs> and I mean ever, get named an All Star starter, I would have to make a podcast, a full episode, just going on that. I have a hot take on the Suns. Cam Johnson is their fourth most important player and I don't think it's close. I would rather have I think Cam Johnson is after uh, after go, after Aiden C P and D. I go the fifth. Book. I go fifth. Who who'd you have? Mikel Bridges. Mikel so Bridges. I like I like I love Mikel Bridges because of the defensive versatility. Yeah. But when Cam Johnson balls, them dudes are legitimately unstoppable. They are. They are well, when Mikel balls they're awesome. But like but, the, but, I, but I feel like you'll get more consistently offensively from Cam than Mikael. I'm we talking about I'm more of a I'm an offense dude. If you can give me buckets, we'll figure the other shit out on it. <laughs> <laughs> we will figure some defensive schemes. That's what a coach we need to scheme it up. Right, to Corey, help you out. Of course in their hiding players. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like got, I got a question for you. So you said you feel as though the Suns should have an all-star some, an all-star starter. If Steph Curry was not on Andrew Wiggins' team <laughs> and the Warriors were still second in the West, would you still feel as though the Warriors would need an All Star starter? Well, that's a hard. That's a hard to question because, because Steph if, Curry is in if, if, Steph, if Steph Curry wasn't on the Warriors and the Warriors were still the second seed, Andrew Wiggins would be averaging twenty seven fucking points a game. <laughs> that's that's, that's a, it's no way they second without him averaging at least twenty seven. I mean, I, I'm like I said, I'm an Andrew Wiggins supporter, but he's not a starter. He's an all star. He is not a starter. All right, eighteen fair. four and two do not move the needle. Those I, are gross numbers. I can get, you, an I can get you with that. He's a he's an all star though. Who are the other? What are the other stats of all star stars? Somebody pull that up. Like hey, if you, you did are, all, you're a stat if checker. you did, if you did all ten players. It's not, the, the stats would not be anywhere near. It's not looking good yeah. for Andrew Wiggins. I think every other all star starter averages at least twenty. And I was, like was going to say, well, the yeah, John definitely does, Steph definitely does, LeBron definitely does. Jokic, um, Jokic is Jokic, is, Jokic, Jokic, is Jokic. Next, next, probably need to talk about Jokic, DeMar, the best player in the league. But that's that's another conversation. Demar definitely does, Trey definitely does, Joel, yeah, everybody does. Yeah, every but like that's the problem is like everybody else that's an All Star starter is such a like. But just because you're having the twenty does not mean it. No, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying it's not it's just but like it's everybody else that's a starter is literally okay. like you look at them and you like. They I was gonna say, so we we the what the closest comp is probably what in terms of stats, DeMar DeRozan who's still averaging 25, 5, and five. five. Like I just need more than then we, why does why doesn't he get more rebounds? Can we talk about that? Why why does he only average four <laughs> rebounds? That's an issue. He's six eight, they, they uber athletic. Draymond still in all the rebounds, bro. Draymond don't yeah, like he averaged 13. Draymond probably averaged like eight, eight. rebounds. <laughs> or, uh, who averaged more rebounds? Him or Steph? Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. No rebounds. Him or Steph? Steph? I think Steph averaging five, right? Steph is averaging five. <laughs> All right, you can't be a starter, man. Come on, man. You're starting. Hey, point. You're, you're starting. Point guard has more rebounds. What if they were just trying to go two guards, two forwards, and a center? That, that's probably what they were trying to get at. 
Yes, they do say three front court. They, they, they probably did, but I think they just wanted two forwards and a center. No, so what happened was what happened was like the Warriors had like some partnership with a um, K-pop like. Oh yeah, uh, and they got votes. Yeah, and the K-pop dude was like, "Yo, vote for the Warriors for the All Star game." And Andrew Wiggins like, blew, like the fan vote for Andrew Wiggins was like disgusting. Like he was ahead of everybody else that was near, him. and the fan vote was so it was so far ahead that it was like. The coaches and the, or the players were just well, like, all right, well. As an NBA fan, though, I am kind of happy. I'd rather see Andrew Wiggins in the front court of Rudy, Rudy Gobert and Jokic. You tripping, man. Yo, imagine, yo, bro, Jokic is basically, he is a point center. That man is not a regular center. Hey, man, he's Jok- different. Jokic's not a, not he a, a he not an all-star game player, bro. Should he get point guard votes? You said what? Should he get point guard votes? Who, Jokic? Yeah. See, he's not a point guard to me. He's a. All right, what about LeBron? LeBron will never get classified as a point guard. He's 6'8", 270. I can't. I can't. But he, he, was, he was classified Johnson as a point guard. Johnson was 6'8". He was a classified as a point guard. I think it's different because sometimes LeBron checks guards. Jokic will never check a guard. Yeah, LeBron don't really like checking guards. I feel like, like, he, gotta, like he, he does not. He doesn't, he doesn't do it no more. Because like, it's barbecue like Steph chicken. Curry, what Steph Curry did to that man. It looked like great he's, defense. He's 37, and, bro. The execution was there. But he's 37. He's 37. The, the, the effort Seven, was bro. there, but not the execution. No, I mean, like, but... Braun, Braun has more of a case because I think one of his best performances ever when he uh, locked up D Rose. What was that? Twenty twelve NBA conference, uh, the Eastern Conference Finals. He, you remember was that twenty? Was that twenty twelve? He's, he's on the Heat. So. Yeah, when he was on the Heat checking D Rose. Yeah, that in was, the Eastern Conference Finals that year. Because Derrick Rose tore his ACL. I think, think twenty twelve, so twenty eleven. Yeah, so twenty eleven. Yeah. So I think that was LeBron's best defensive performance. But that's another conversation. Man, that's another conversation for another day. We're gonna move on to. Um, we're gonna take it. We're gonna just bring it. Close to home, real quick. This one, you know, we're gonna have a we, guys, we'll make this quick. We're gonna talk about the good old Washington Wizards because we didn't really touch on the Wizards. Oh, you need to fill my drink up for this one. Oh man, we didn't we didn't touch on the Wizards. Um, I got the I got the Espelon. You want Espelon? No, nah, it was cool. I'll finish it. All right, well, we're gonna talk about the Wizards real quick. Seven minutes. Um, we need 27 minutes. <laughs> so, the Wizards, if I'm which one of y'all want to start? I'm just I'll, gonna, I'll start. I'm gonna first off say. Shout out Monumental. Shout great, out. great employer for me. Shout out, shout out, shout out Monumental Sports. Um, <laughs> we love it. We we love we love Monumental. We All love right. we love Monumental Sports Entertainment. First, first off, Wizards. As a Wizards fan of twenty six years, man, it's it's about time to blow it up, bro. Trey Brad, you got Trey Brad off Bucks. The Wizards have not won fifty games since nineteen seventy six. Pause, but Brad, we love you though. Continue, Corey. Great guy. Great guy. I personally, uh-huh. outside looking in, do not think Bradley Beal can be the best player on a team that's contending to win anything. Bradley Beal, I believe, is a good I will even I don't even think he should be a number two, honestly. I think Brad oh, I okay. I this I wish you could see their faces. Brad on a championship contending team, I think Brad is a good number two. But then the best of the number three options. Cause now hear me out. Y'all looking at me I'm crazy. Y'all listening. looking at me crazy. My ears are perfect. If you if we look at number if we go number threes on like big threes on championship teams, mm-hmm. what does Bradley stack up? To the Chris Boshes, K Loves, Draymond, Clay Thompsons. He's a two. He's a t- he's a second best player. He but he was, but player. he was the second best player on the team that didn't even make he's the Eastern Conference Finals. And how many games away were we? One. But see that, we but, the, one, but, but we didn't. We, we let Isaiah Thomas. We, oh, it wasn't even Isaiah. It was Kelly Olynyk. Yeah. Cooked us. He had a good game. 
So like you think you I don't think that Bradley Bill young Bradley Bill like come on like he you could argue that he was playing better back then you could argue that his, his I won't say his no. play his play was definitely better it wasn't in as the mature. playoffs it was on par as what he's it wasn't as mature but he was playing better in my opinion exactly you think he was playing better well than right now of course anything is better than right see, now but I had not but but see let's take a look when he's when Brad's been balling balling. The teams were absolute garbage, though. Yeah, they were. So, is he one of them dudes, if he's going to be the man, it's going to have to be good stats on a bad team? Or do you want Brad to average, like, 22, 23? But he can be a two, is what I'm saying. On whose team? Who, who's the, who's you, What you, team is he on the number two on and they win in the championship? 2017, you know, had Can you answer chance. my question? Can you answer my question? Right now? Yeah, right now. Who's, I will have to brainstorm. Like, I, I don't I, know. If he's bona fide number two on the, it should be easy. I ain't, I ain't gonna if lie. They make him a championship contender. I, I ain't gonna lie. I think Bradley Bill on the Sixers doesn't even make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I was gonna say. So if he's number two on the Sixers, they win in the ship. I don't think they can beat the Bucks. I don't think they can beat the Nets. I don't think they can beat the Heat. Now, I was gonna say two or, the, two. or the Bulls. Now, number two in the Cavs. They not they not winning the ship. They four they four for another Eastern Conference. They not he would ruin their whole team. They you know why? Because he takes the ball from their team works because Darius Garland is. They let Darius Ball Garland. In. They let Darius Garland. Right do ever it. since Colin Sexton left, Colin Darius hot take. Darius Garland would be better than I, I Bradley Beal in two years. I thought he was just hurt. Hot take. I don't think it's a hot take. I think he's Darius Garland better than Bradley Beal. Colin Sexton years. was not the uh, reason they they. No, I don't think he's a problem, but I think it's just one of those things. You get more opportunities when somebody gone, so yes. then you get more in a rhythm, you get more confidence and all that. Because that boy has been averaging a smooth twenty so, ten. So you're looking at the teams. Will Bradley Beal number two? They win it. Give me one. Just give me one. Uh, you put them on the Nuggets right now. I think they can contend. That's a good one. I'll I'll give you the Nuggets. I, I, I but see, but see, the I Nuggets also have Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal. Or, or, if you're included, that's but see, that's what that's I'm saying. a I, I can't that's include them right now. I was gonna say that's a. I don't think if it's just Jokic and Bradley Beal, they're not winning the championship. Well, I'm just saying, looking at who needs what. If he used to go out there, he can get he can give them a look. All right, let's let's go let's go to make it a simple they come back. to make it a simpler conversation. Let's go. Everybody's fully healthy. Cause do you, do you think Bradley Beal is bona fide number two on that Nuggets team with Jamal Murray and I think he's number no, three he with Michael he Porter Jr. He's three, not not two. Jamal Murray's my number two still. Yeah, Jamal Murray would be number two on that team. He's okay, three. but see, but but that's where we go. Like, but we want this dude to be the best player on our team. And he would be the number three on a contender. It's just not a lot of places for him to go because all, a lot of Would he be the second best player on Chicago? DeRozan and Levine going crazy. All right, so would he be, like, let's let's do teams. The Jazz, would he be the second best player? I mean, Donovan. And then and go, Gobert. Or you would, you would well, have Bradley. Well, you building around. You well, go, well, go Brad there. Well, it depends on how you look at You're not your, de- your, right, your definition of second best player with that situation has to be so fluid. Like, you have to explain what is your definition of second best player. Okay, so let's go. Let's try to make... What's, like, some teams who aren't necessarily contenders? We put Bradley on their team and they catapult to a championship contender. Would the Hawks, would they be a championship contender with insert Brad instead of Bogdanovich? I don't think so. I actually... I, I, the I mean, Hornets, I, you insert Brad instead of Terry Rozier? Are they catapulting? They, they're the same that they were. Who else? Who's in the West? Um, Clippers. The Clippers, but he fully healthy, he would be third. Yeah, I don't think there's. A let, let David tell it. He probably better than Paul George. Um, so Paul ones, George is a bum. So middle. I mean, like, let's just think. Like the dudes, we was, the teams that we say two, three steps away. 
You know what's the Knicks? Maybe, we, maybe if we put, put him on the if maybe, we put him on the Knicks, maybe put him on the Raptors. But he's still not the second. He's still th- he's third. No, nah, he'll be he, second. He'll no, be second. he's third. I'm gonna tell you why he's third. You he put might Scotty Barnes. Up? He might no. He might be the best he scorer. Siakam still, bro. Siakam and Fred Van Vliet are their two best players. I'm not. I'm not a big Siakam. But, but, but I, I, I'm sorry. I can't, I don't, I'm thinking Siakam, Brad Bill, two three, like two A, two B. To be okay, honest. I can. I can. I can. But I still two B, and I think he's what they're missing. I Gary Trent has struggled this year for whatever reason. I don't think that Raptors team is better than the Bucks. He. I have a I team. I don't think they're better than them. I have a team, and it depends if you keep their big. If you keep their big, you gonna say it matters? Yep. Because if you have Luca, Brad, and Porzingis, I truly believe you can win the championship. Because to me, Bradley Bill is what they need next to Luca. They need somebody who can give Luca plays off. Because you see when Jalen Brunson plays with Luca, when they literally unleash Jalen Brunson, Jalen Brunson is a problem. Get them shots yeah. out, He is a problem. But Bradley Bill gives you something that Luca hasn't had a legit star that can say, Luca can go. Here's the ball. I'm gonna stand back. If you need to pass it, I'll that's, take it. That's a good team. And and Chris stops. I don't think I don't. Chris, he would be the he would be the he would be the three. Chris stops. Porzingis is never. He's not good enough to be a two because he doesn't have a dog in him. He can't turn it on and flip the switch like Bradley can. I give Brad his props because when Brad when you really really now nah, Brad plays better in big games. Yeah, he does. Sure. Um, so I would say the Mavericks are the on, literally that is the only team in the NBA that I think Bradley Bill can be a two and, and it catapults into championship. And you know what's crazy? You put if you put Brad on the Mavericks. Like I think that definitely puts them in the contention, but I don't know if I necessarily put them as good as the Suns. That's a tough, bro. Think about that starting Luka? five with Luca with Finney. No, Finney Smith no, is a lockdown. Like they have no, a lockdown. No, he's good. He's good. My issue with the Mavericks is I don't know what happens with them. But you, if you're saying they're gonna play a your turn, my turn type of thing, mm-hmm. I just haven't seen that worked other than the Cavs. That's the only time where it's worked. Where it's like. All right, Yvonne, it's your turn. All right, Kyrie, it's your turn. When, when else does that work? But what what situations have you had a your turn, my turn, but those players also are great spot-up shooters? Because Brad is also a great spot-up shooter. Was. All right. Was. 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 Okay, was. Okay, was. But Luca, Luca still. Uh, Luca not shooting well either. Never mind. Still, both of them, I think in the playoffs. They just make big shots. They'll, yeah. make, they'll make big shots where they can make and say, hey, look, it's a your turn, my turn situation, and we can – I understand when you need to go cook, go cook. Yeah, and I think that's a great point with the Mavericks, but there's no way the Wizards would do that unless Chris Stapps was in the trade. Yeah. So I don't, or Jalen Brunson, which they would not or do either. Or draft capital. But how much draft capital? They don't have that much draft. Why would you trade? They traded a oh, lot for them for Chris Stapps. Yeah. But didn't they? They got extra. No, they lost picks. They lost for Luca and Trey Young. Yep, the Luca Trey. So they don't have any draft. Like you would have to get, and if you take Porzingis off, they not the contender. All right, hold up, Corey. We're going to pause it. And what do you do with the Wizards if you're if you're Tommy Shepard? Are you I'm agreeing? Blowing, blowing it up? I'm blowing it. We got to get Bradley Bill out of there, man. We cannot afford to cripple ourselves again. We literally gave John, John Wall the bag. He got injured, never played for us. It crippled us financially. So then we trade him for Russ. But guess what? Russ has a big contract, and that crippled us. We cannot afford to, you know, put ourselves in that situation again. It will ultimately be us... Like us, like hamsters on a wheel. Like we're, it's a recurring cycle, almost. And I, I just don't want us to do that again. I have a great trade idea that would never, that would never ever, ever happen. But I think it would work great for both teams. Do a James Harden Bradley Beal swap. 
That would work great for both teams. I think James Harden could will. They Wizards wouldn't be in championship contention. I mean, you heard, but, but James Harden, Jay, I don't know. If it's it weird about be, it. Would be Houston all over again. Yeah, it would. But the I, but, I, but, but, but as a, but as a Wizards fan, I, I would, would love, love that. that. Yeah, because I, I know what James gonna give me every night. I don't know what Brad gonna give me every night. Yeah. Brad might give me fifty. Brad might and give me also, seventeen, you, five and five. You want to know? Also, <laughs> one of my biggest problems with Bradley Bill, he's not a leader, dog. He is not a leader at all. Ooh, that's a hot. That is a spicy take. That's yeah. spicy. Right, what's so spicy about it? Sam Brown not a leader. He's not, Bless bro. America. He's not. He got a mutiny against Spencer Dinwiddie right now. <laughs> <laughs> but now, like, if they could pull that James Harden from, I was gonna say that in the James Harden piece. I, but I just know. I don't know why people don't like DC. Me and David had this conversation the other day. It's just like DC's a great. Everybody loves it when they get here. But outside coming in, it's not attractive, bro. Like, what, what's, what's we, your... we can't get into it. That's why you another point. We can't get into, like, the bare bones of it. How about it? It's, it's not. That's why KD didn't want to come there. Well, I think KD's also was, I can't be dealing with my people on C Pleasant all the time. I think he... Because he even said it. He even said it. He was like, yeah, I like coming to D.C. once or twice a year. That's it. Bro. All right, hold on. We got we to gotta, we gotta, we gotta move on. We got to move on. We got to move on. Because <laughs> that was going to be a rabbit hole. Yeah. That was going to be a rabbit hole. We got one more, uh, one more, one more topic real quick. We're going to jump to college basketball. We're going to talk about just a little bit of NCAA. This season so far, NCAA, there isn't a team that I would say has dominated the college basketball landscape. But, I mean, I think we all have soccer teams that we've, like, looked at and it's like, yo, this is crazy. For me, the team that's, like, really impressed me a lot. And it, they're inconsistent at times, so I hate it. But Alabama. So University of Alabama. They run a three-guard set. You got J.D. Davidson coming off the bench, who I think some team, if J.D. Davidson declares for the draft, mark my words, some team's going to draft him late in the first round, and they're going to be ecstatic to get him. No, I, think, I think he gets into late lottery just off measurables alone. I mean, I, th- I would think that, but people are going to look at numbers, and they're going to be like, oh, you don't play enough, and da 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 When he does play, he's a triple-double threat. He's a point guard who can guard one, two, and three because he's that athletic, and he mm-hmm. is a point guard who can play on or off ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think having him and Jelly JQ, Charles Javon Quinley, but having both of them when they get late in games, I think like that Alabama team is going to be scary come March. I think, of course, you like you you have Auburn, who Jabari Smith is number one pick dog status, but yeah, I'm going Alabama, University of Alabama. Corey, who you who you got as your little This isn't necessarily so an underdog or shocking team because they're one of the blue bloods, but I really like what I've seen out of Kentucky this year. I think this is one of the teams like one of the rare teams where they don't have a bunch of, I don't want to say me, me, me guys because that's unfair to the Kentucky teams of the past with the mm. different one and dones, but I think this is kind of one of the most complete teams and it's Pretty early for should we in February already, but it's pretty early for everybody on that team to have set roles. I love mm-hmm. Ty Ty Washington. Love him. I love I love their big man who transferred in from very West, solid from West Virginia. Yeah, very solid big, and also they have a couple shooters. Who, they literally I don't understand why they've always had dudes and they be come and shoot, but they've struggled with shooting over the years. But I definitely think Kentucky's a team that's kind of under the radar right now with Auburn's rise. Mm-hmm. You know, like Al- people are talking about Alabama, the SEC, and Baylor even. Yeah. But I think Kentucky is definitely a team to watch out for and can make some noise because they definitely have um, some star players, but not enough where it kind of overshadows the team. If that okay. makes sense. Hey, you've been waiting on this. Yeah. Send us on. team, guys. Send us on. It's the Providence Friars. They are ranked number 15 in the country right now. Mm. And this, you know, 
their first time back in that top 25 since 2016. Chris um, Dunn. Chris Dunn was uh, out there in, uh, in Providence. But, so I was talking about Providence early. Hey, this team us. right here, man, they are riding a five-game win streak right now. They're first in the Big East right now, and they were projected to finish seventh. But when Ed Cooley went out and got Al Dorn, when he went out and got Noah Horschler from uh, North Florida, mm-hmm. and then also my guy, J.B. Dimes, Jared Bynum, this is his second year up at Providence. Go ahead, shout out Georgetown Prep. Exactly. Yo, shout yo, out yo, Prep. Georgetown Prep alone right there. WJ, gang But what they've been able to, uh, to do in the Big East, <clears throat> it's really a testament to just like what Ed Cooley like preaches, you know. Pre- he preached grittiness. He preaches, you know, tough, hard-nosed, rugged Big East basketball. And that's all they've been doing. Like, the, the past couple of wins that they've had um, over Marquette, they had a two-point win, came down to them getting a defensive stop. The game before that, it came down to Jared Butler. I mean, Jared Bynum hitting the, uh, the go-ahead three with, like, two seconds left to go on the clock. So, again, finding ways to win um, is what Ed Cooley's been preaching. And they've done a phenomenal job, man. That's my team to watch out as Big East uh, play, uh, continues to play and then also heading into March. Okay. All right. Well, people, people, we've – We've come to the end of uh, our first revamped episode, all jokes aside. Um, you know, to end us off, all I'm going to say is stay safe. Um, wear your mask, people. If you're not vaccinated, go ahead and get that shot. You want to be outside. I think we all want to be outside. Um, and Corey, y'all got any uh, parting words? Uh, it's just good to be back, man. No way too long. Good, good to be back. I feel like when you, when you start something, definitely you got to see it through. And uh, I'm glad we circled back. And continue to uh, continue on with the podcast. Hey man, I'm just happy to be here. Want to thank Ant and Dave for allowing me to join the team. Man, this is definitely a true passion of mine. Something I've wanted to do for a long time. Uh, Working sports only, pretty much my only hobby is sports. So just being able to kind of share my opinions with y'all is definitely kind of amazing. So appreciate y'all. And on that note, people, stay safe, stay up. We are out of here.